0: Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the
1: show. Hey, what's going on, folks? This is Ty from BreakerCulture, BreakerCulture.com. Thank you so much for joining today. This is episode 64 of Breaker Culture Weekly. We're excited to have you here. Uh, today we have a somewhat of a unique episode because we're focusing on a couple things. One, a very important topic, the 2019 National Sports Card Convention that takes place next week. Um, I figured who better to have on the show than someone who resides, who lives, who has a shop just a few minutes from the conventions being held. And his name is Chris from Top Shelf. Many of you know him. He's been on the show a couple times, but... Last time we spoke to him, he was in the process of opening up a card shop to support his group breaking business. And uh, yeah, we catch up because he just opened his shop. And so as a hobbyist, as a business guy or business woman, I thought, you know what, let's get, let's enter the mind of Chris and kind of figure out how it's going, what he's learning and things that, uh, yeah, we could, we could take away from anyone opening up a retail business and kind of moving it alongside their other businesses they own. So a lot of good takeaways there. Chris is always a blast to talk to you. So I think you'll enjoy the conversation hour long, but on the national side, we wanted to give you as much as we could with things to do during the national, not just at the convention, but things in Chicago that you can consider doing. Um, and so we break down a couple of those things and where you can stay, things you should know about the city. All that's better to come from Chris. And so you can hear that during the episode. So listen on for that and enjoy the conversation with Chris, but a couple things before we, we jump into that. First off, uh, Go check out BreakerCulture.com. We've got a lot more stuff out there this week. Um, you obviously know we've uh, we've had a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks. We're trying to make Season 3 uh, super consistent for you, so that will continue. Uh, we're going to be out at the National next week doing some really spur-of-the-moment type stuff. We're going to actually be on the Mojo Break um, uh, podcast on Friday, so we'll be live with those guys, Doug and crew. Um, but also, check out the new ladders we put out there. We put out some new products and some other uh, small things we're doing. We have a couple new writers joining the team writers, not writers, but writers who are going to be uh, producing some more content for everyone. I'm excited to see what they can put out and how you guys can come around and support them. So, before we move into the show, let me read a couple recent reviews. I thought we are good. Christo Mack wrote this a must listen for any collector. This podcast is amazing. Ty spends so much time putting the podcast together, you have no idea, and developing analytics to back up his interviews with the top breakers in the hobby. Even if you aren't in the group breaks, the information Ty and his guests give their audience is second to none and inform hobbyists like few others are able to do. Thank you. One piece of advice I would give is to give listeners a little bit of a tease on what's coming up on the next episode at the end of the show rather than abruptly ending after the interview. Just another step to you can take to improve the show's quality. Also, the price sliders are amazing. Crystal Mac, that is great feedback. I will make sure to start doing that. Thank you so much for taking the time to write that review. Uh, another review here, Regello Aquino 3, my go-to podcast for sports cards and investing. I've been collecting sports cards for over 20 years now and recently started to look at it as an investment. Use that term really lightly. This podcast helps you understand the ins and outs of the industry and break down all the new product releases. A must-listen if you've been a collector or looking to start. Regello, Rogelio, Aquino, three. That is an awesome review as well. Thank you so much for that. Guys, again, iTunes, reviews, let us know your thoughts. As always, hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at or Go to breakerculture.com Culture, and let us know what you think. Uh, let's go do this. Enjoy the interview with Chris. All right, before we dive into the podcast today, I want to make sure you know that we have an awesome deal with dubscoffee.com. That's D U B B S coffee.com, where you can go get two bags of coffee with free shipping, and they're going to toss in a pack of baseball cards for you. Uh, How good is that? Seriously, two bags of coffee, free shipping. And a pack of cards for you to enjoy. Enter code Breaker Culture on DubsCoffee.com, and all of that will take place behind the scenes for you. So enjoy that every time you order coffee at Dubs Coffee. It's freshly roasted for you. There's no shelf coffee. Nothing sitting there getting stale. It is roasted after you order, and when you open that bag of coffee, I promise you, it will be one of the best smelling shipments you ever get in the mail. Your mailman will thank you. Your family will thank you. And best of all, your taste buds will thank you. Go to dubscoffee.com and enjoy it. On to the show. are you
0: i'm doing good ty thank you
1: for asking how are you <laughs> so polite i'm yeah doing, i'm doing great are you are you're in the studio right now right the official I tsb am. studio this is an actual studio man mm. studio
0: in the front party in the back with the shop
1: <laughs> yep so, so is it called uh mullet
0: studios it is mullet mullet Ink. <laughs> i love it yeah i'm in the i'm in the front portion of the mullet and then the store and the shop is through the window uh, on the other side, which I can see
1: through right now. Nice. Get the closed yeah. sign on. Turn, turn it around. Door locked. Um,
0: I, actually, it does say open. I forgot to turn it around. That's all right. Hmm. You know, There's only 150 people waiting out front to get in here. Sorry, I'm on with Ty. breaks breaker culture.
1: <laughs> all right. That's good. It can wait. That's funny. Yeah, right. You, you know they're next to the uh, CBD oil. They're in line for that place next door to you. <laughs>
0: yeah, we do not have any smoke shops in our building here, though.
1: Yet, should I say? Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, gosh, you're two weeks away from a a big time event, right? Because you you're you officially opened La yesterday, two days ago. Well, how did well, that work? I mean,
0: the first the first official month was July, you know, for the lease and the building and stuff. So okay. it's kinda of been open. The doors have literally been opened, but have I promoted and pushed it as being fully open to come in and buy stuff and yep. hang out and purchase? No. But I did do a little sample um full on blast on social media to get people in the store yesterday and uh it was a very, very good success, you know. Like I'm looking at my watch, doors okay, it's twelve, and it's like crickets in the background. And then <sighs> They started filing in, so it was a good day yesterday.
1: Oh, that's awesome! What uh, what was what was the most successful product you were selling?
0: Well, I'll tell you, the dudes came in with their sons, dads came in with their sons, which okay. was which was very inviting for me to see, because um, I felt at home. They're my age, they had kids my age, so it was really cool to see that. Um, but they bought some optic, uh, the new stuff, the new 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 releases. Okay. Archive, it's, they went straight for the new release stuff: optic baseball, um, Ginter and archives um signature series mm. um, is what is what they bought there in and some tops top series 2 I had some you know the lower end hobby boxes mm-hmm. so we busted out a, a a fresh box of that and the guy bought some packs for his son right out of that fresh cracked box
1: sweet yeah so so what's your plan with that are you going to you ordering a separate allotment for the shop then or you just whatever you don't break you're going to load up in the shop do you have a yeah that, that's the um You sound like one of those people that
0: actually write things out and have plans. No. I'm going to kind of just do both, I guess. I'm going to break as much as I can but leave some on the shelves. If they're flying off the shelves, then I'll have to break less. So the technical term for that is you're going to wing it. (laughs) I'm going to wing it. (laughs) I call it PVE. I'm going to play it by ear. So – But that's you know I did think about that I really did I'm like okay well I have this all these you know these Donruss optic baseballs came in and I have this Ginter and these Archives, (laughs) Um, so let me just put five or six boxes on the shelf break the rest if the breaks fill out and I still have some on the shelf I'll go which I had to do Mm -hmm. go grab them off the shelf and bring them in here and do breaks Mm. or vice versa, but um, if everything sells out well then my sales reps and everybody will. Hate me even more because I'll be yelling, looking for more product.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Are you doing any singles at all?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's where I need help. I, I put it out on my stream and on my feed and social media because this is new to me. Hmm. The physical, the physical, um, environment is new to me and especially that singles world because Ty, I do not contrary to popular belief, just cause I do this for a living. I don't know everything. So I don't know what pricing. <laughs> I know. This is what you play that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Bombshell. I don't. I don't like there's guys out there who are sharp as a whip. I could hold up. I don't know what do I have here? Some Panini Father's Day UC Kaikuchi card number to 99. They could look at it and go, oh, that's 20 bucks. Oh, that's 40 bucks. Oh, yeah, those are $85. That's 110 I don't know that because my time is not spent looking at comps. You know what I mean? Right. So I have to find somebody who knows that world and how to do it. I was just asking everybody yesterday, the guys that were in here, do I make a section that's like 5 and $10 ones approximately, price them all at that, and then another tier? I honestly don't know yet. So what I did was I just took a bunch of cards and threw them in the case and figured if they want it, they'll ask me how much it is, and I'll look it up. <laughs> that's really <laughs> I was gonna do. I got eBay right here. Uh, how about fifty bucks? But I can't do that for every single card, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like how does it work? When you go to shops, do they, they have every little sticker on every freaking
1: card? A lot of shops do. Yeah, the ones around here they Damn. do. Yeah. Well, so there's a there's a chain called vintage stock here in the Midwest. And okay. They, and they don't well, they started doing like the thirty two hundred count boxes and they would have like you were saying, a dollar box and they'd have a, a thirty two hundred count mm-hmm. box full of five dollar cards and Okay. I prefer that way because then you can – as a buyer, you can find more value and it's less stress for, the, for you. Right, right, and it's easier and it's faster. The customer knows that
0: everything in here is a dollar. Everything right. in here is five bucks and that's easy.
1: Yeah. That's mm. probably what I'll
0: do. That's probably what I'll do. Um, I've got some neighborhood kids that I can task with that. If I zip through them real quickly, then I can tell them to start putting them here, put those there, and then put the higher value ones on you can attach a price to. You yeah. Four, five, six, $800 cards or whatever. Mm. Probably none of which I have, but <laughs> maybe somebody will consign them, right? They bring them in yeah. to the shop, and you give them their own little section. That's my other plan.
1: Ooh, I like that. Or even have a TSB brake consignment section. Meaning what? Well, the folks that pull nice cards out of your brakes that hey, you want us to oh. sell it for you. Correct, yes. Yeah, Dang, that's yeah. awesome. Love
0: it. We, we talked about that yesterday collectively when the guy I, – I utilized that time yesterday, by the way, to really dig in their brains and get some feedback. But um, they some of them did breaks, by the way, some of the dads that were here yesterday mm-hmm. were already purchasing um spots in other break places and stuff, and I said, well, why don't we we need to bring that here Thursday night, break night, we'll get some food, we'll get some Italian beef from portillos, we'll eat, we'll wash our hands, and we'll open up you know mixers or a case or half a case, and I'll just collect cash twenty bucks a person, thirty, and we'll do that and they were like. Amazed. Breaking bread and boxes. That's right, buddy. That's it right there. Bread and boxes. So we're going to do that. That's the other goal here. You asked me the last time, what are your like three things? One of them is selling hobby boxes to help you know, offset the breaks and just kind of be an extension of selling product. And then I want to do those live breaks here in the shop, Mm. just like we do online, except we're all sitting around a big table here in the other room. I don't see why that's not a viable thing to do. I think Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yep. They leave with their cards. They just leave with all their cards. Heck yeah. You know. Sweet if man. If you get skunked, I can have a little consolation thing. If you get skunked, I'll have a little, you know, a box with packs in it or credits or something. It's easier to manage when they're here hmm. than 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 a whole full week of right. hitless skunked people. S- so. send them
1: home happy. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Well, we already know after our last podcast that you're you're an expert when it comes to pricing Pokemon and magic cards. So that that'll come natural. So I expect to see that section when I'm there next two weeks. Dude, I'm a
0: sharp as a freaking whip with a tack on the end of it when it comes to Pokemon and magic.
1: (laughs) Nice. All right. Well, I think, I think our main objective Uh is, is to really break down what's happening at the national because I mean, you're running a pretty sweet event. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Thursday night. I can't wait. So let's let's start from the top. I mean, so for folks that have never been to the National, mm-hmm. it's in Chicago this year. It's at the Donald Stevens Convention Center, which is where in Chicago? Help give us some perspective of the city. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much directly
0: west. My home in this shop is directly, I mean, straight as an arrow west of downtown okay. Chicago. On basically, what we call Route 90 runs from downtown right out. So it is probably... I mean, literally, I'm halfway between the convention center and the city. So if you go from the city to Rosemont, you're looking at 30 minutes. If you go from Rosemont to the top shelf breaks, it's 30 minutes. So Rosemont's right in the middle of me and the city. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest most people, because I have been getting messages and calls and whatever, but you, you want to stay near Rosemont. Okay. You You want to stay in Rosemont or near it because – you're gonna. People are like, well, the hotels are cheaper in this town, you know, a couple towns over or whatever. But then you got to Uber back and forth every day. Mm. And so you're adding cost if your hotel room is cheaper in these one little surrounding towns by forty or fifty dollars a night. You're going to spend that in Ubers. Is there no parking? Is that
1: is there no public parking over there?
0: There is, but it's like fifteen dollars a day. Oh goodness! It's a convention center.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So yeah, you can drive. You don't have to Uber, but I'm, I'm you're, you're driving, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yes. So you can do that. You'll you'll be able to park at your hotel. But I'm saying Wait, for people, to... I thought,
1: I thought I had a room in your basement. We've you can, can stay. Did here you not at get that text? You can okay. stay at the shop. <laughs> hey, part, the shop. pardon my sleeping bag, guys. I know it was a big party tonight, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> bring your pajamas.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll get to pajamas here in a second.
0: Uh, okay. I need that little. I need a little bell every time we say pajamas. <laughs> Ding, um, So yeah, okay. the, the Rosemont is uh, a town right by O'Hare. So the O'Hare Airport is ten minutes from Rosemont. Okay.
1: That's well, it. Where do you not stay around Rosemont? Because I know there's some sketchy areas around there too. Uh,
0: not. It's not too bad around Rosemont, really. No, it's not. Okay. Cool. No, you're good at Rosemont, Desplains. Um, those surrounding towns are good. You don't want to. Um, go farther south, um, the crime map kind of, um, lights up as you go south. Uh, but it's fine. People always say in Chicago, they're freaking out, man. This is, this is a highly frequented tourist area. So you're fine.
1: Cool. Yeah. All right. So the convention starts officially on Wednesday, correct? July 31st. July thirty first. It looks like they're starting, but they're
0: doing something. Um, it's not like full blown doors open ten a.m. thing. It's uh, later in the day, isn't okay. it?
1: Um, yes, I, I I believe you. I think I, a lot of the dealers and the corporate um, representatives are moving in on Tuesday and Wednesday.
0: Oh yeah, I could go set up either. Yeah, I could go in there on Monday and Tuesday and start setting up. Okay. In fact, what's today? We're about two weeks out. I'm pretty sure a blowouts already there setting up.
1: So it looks like officially the show the show floor opens at eight thirty on Thursday, August first.
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. And that's when we'll be setting up Thursday.
1: Okay. Got it. You will have a booth there.
0: We do have a booth there. Nice. Every year, this is our fifth year. We're going to be in the Breakers Pavilion.
1: Okay. So it's uh it's a pavilion full of breakers. Mm. Just what I dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So show it's out. True freak. You get to walk in, it'll be like
0: yeah. angels singing, and it's just a
1: room full of breakers. Yeah. You get to, see, you get to put faces to all your guys' voices. You're Can't up. wait. You're going to be busy. Yeah. So it's it's open basically until, until Sunday, and on huh. Sunday it's 8.30 to 5. Every other day it's 8.30 to 6. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you there all until Sunday?
0: Yeah, we are. We're setting up Thursday. I'm going to do final breaks here Wednesday night. I'm flying in some people. From out of town to help by the way, so you'll see some new breakers in here while i'm while I'm gone. yes, I'm turning over my shop, my studio, and everything to a person I've never met in my entire life what but yeah um yeah I'm bringing in a guy from Texas I mean I've known him for three years what? so coming in for the national
1: he's breaking under top shelf breaks yes
0: okay there's uh, we'll oh. talk about that, but there's a little bit different model I'm doing this year as opposed to the prior four years. Got it. Okay. I, I just can't be tethered to doing breaks all the time. There's, it's too stressful. So uh, we're going to do the final breaks Wednesday night, and then we're going to all get together for breakfast, pack up everything, and head down to the convention and be set up um, Thursday. Even though the doors will be open, we're going to be setting up.
1: Got it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, Thursday to Sunday, I've only I've only been to one national, so I can't really speak from experience. What When you're coaching, if you were to coach a collector, maybe someone bringing their kids – What's kind of the flow like? When's a good time to come? Where's the good vibes? Do you have any good advice? Good vibes for, uh, at the show? Did you say? Yeah, at the show. Is there? Do you come during the weekdays? Is it better to wait and come on? Come on Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, I was going to speak to that. Just
0: a uh, just a little side note. On Sundays, it's kind of weird and it's depressing at the same time. Everybody leaves on Sunday because I'm guessing all their flights are out on Sunday. Yeah, people need to get home to go to work on Monday. So Sundays, um, if you're local or you're staying till Monday, some people do stay till Monday, that's a good time to go around and and see what's left. A lot of stuff probably is picked through, you know, I don't know if you're gonna find any awesome Vladimir Guerrero's on a Sunday afternoon there. But if you're looking for value, a lot of guys hang out to go through and hit up the final vendors and say, look man, I'll give you a hundred bucks for that or 50 bucks, get some good deals on that Sunday. Hmm. But also everybody's unpacking. During the week, Every day is busy as heck. So there's no real downtime at the National. And I, I have a feeling this year, based on the demand and the excitement and just the general vibe of the hobby, it's going to be a madhouse. All the manufacturers' boots are buzzing like a beehive. You know, Panini and Tops and Leaf is there and TriStar, all the major manufacturers. So <laughs> it's uh, – Yeah, there's no real day that's better than the others. But If you're looking for deals, like any other show, a card show, you know, you go to the card show, you make your rounds an hour before uh, it closes because guys don't want to take back as much stuff and they can squeeze out another couple hundred bucks. They'll definitely do that. Right. I've done that. Like, you know what? How much? All right. Yeah. And I look, they're holding like $500 in their hand. I'll take it.
1: So you can do that on a Sunday. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. makes sense. Are you uh, are you going to any of the VIP stuff? You have any invites to the VIP? Nights? Yeah, so okay, I do. So there is a um,
0: this is the third year that I'm doing this. It's the Southern Hobby Supply um, Breakers Party. It's the official Breakers Party of the na- National, mm-hmm. and um, it's for their customers and their breakers and their probably other vendors that have this party so I will be hosting that again for the third year and it's a lot of fun because um, basically they save up a lot of boxes and packs throughout the past year and they give them all out in various ways um, to everybody at the um, at the party and Tops will be there, Panini's there, um, TriStar's there and we do breaks of their products. I haven't got the final word of what we're breaking but that's taking place on Friday night. I'm pretty sure if you're in town you will be there with us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then, of course, there's this well, there's this thing on Saturday night in some company, Panini America, VIP party. <laughs> yeah, they're having their party on Saturday night. Okay.
1: Which is well, awesome. What's, uh, what does it take to get in there? Money?
0: Uh, it does. So what you do with that in the nutshell is you have to buy what they call the Panini VIP package. Okay. Which you might have seen floating around. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's basically a bunch of product and includes like opulence and optic and a couple other products. I don't have the list in front of me, but you buy that package uh, and you get a ticket to the show. When you go to the show – not the show, the the party. Mm -hmm. And and that's where all those golds and silvers come from and those black boxes. And they always have um, athletes there and celebrities. And you eat, drink for free all night, meet the celebrities – take pictures, take photos, you know, they have a different setup each year based on what city it's in, but um, there's a lot of stuff to do there. So that's the only way to get in. You can buy the package individually, and it was like $4,000 this year, maybe a little bit more. Jeez. But you don't have to take all the product, all the cases. You just get a ticket to the party and all the golds and silvers and the swag. Hmm. So, but if not, you're paying anywhere between eleven dollars and $13,000 to go to the party.
1: Yikes! It's probably in your wallet
0: right now, though. It's nothing for you. Oh, I got five of them. Five. I took five packages.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one for uh, one out. for every kid. That's what I have My to do.
0: <laughs> so that's. And then, but the thing is, you sell all your product. You know, you sell it in your breaks. Right. Which um, should be on the website now. I do special breaks around mm-hmm. all those products because you got a lot of product to sell man
1: yeah no and, kidding.
0: And, and, and then you're left with your golds and your silvers and you do whatever you want with those mm-hmm. i put them in i do special breaks around them and so do the okay. other breakers and, and you can sell them do whatever you want but they're red hot during the national those gold and silvers they're
1: awesome it's the packs yeah awesome yeah i know they are every year it doesn't matter they, they are always red hot so Uh, Um, I I will mention for folks, we talked about parking and things like that. If you, if you are buying general admission, it's, it's 19 bucks online, $22 if you buy it on site, but there are some VIP packages you can get that will get you early access and will even get you free parking for the whole week. So I guess not free parking. It's kind of factored in. So yeah, there are ways (laughs) to save money, ways to save money, go to the site and check it out,
0: go to the site. Good, good tip. And also, uh, one of the fun things about the convention tie is, Mm -hmm. um, this is what I'm going to try to experience this year because in years past, I was literally tethered to the booth doing the breaks right. because I didn't have anyone else who could. Nate was always busy, so it was pretty much myself. Um, but you walk around and go to the manufacturer's booths and pick up their special promo cards that they're either A, giving out, okay. or if you purchase product and take it to their booth and open said product, that's how you're going to get their promotional packs with those special cards in it. So – You go to your favorite place on the floor and buy a box, whoever's participating, you buy a box of Mm -hmm. the new, whatever they have their list. I haven't seen the list yet. Okay. Um, But let's say it's the new Optic Baseball. Mm -hmm. So you go buy three boxes of Optic Baseball from wherever, take it over to the Panini booth, show it to them. They'll give you a sticker. Um, They'll see the sticker on the box because you get the sticker at the National. Mm -hmm. They only will honor boxes you bought there, which is a genius idea because – So good. Yep. It, it it makes people buy. You sell your stuff. You know, it's a great incentive. And you take it there and you open it up and you get their special cards. And this year they have, of course, Kyler Murray and Haskins and Daniel Jones, Guerrero, Tatis, Eloy, Trey mm-hmm. Young, and some dude named Luka Doncic. Uh, and then there's a mystery player yet to be announced. But can you guess, maybe perhaps, who that mystery player would be?
1: <laughs> uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gary V. <laughs> Everything's Gary V. These days. I'm so
0: tired of it. It is a lot. It's a lot of Gary V. He's doing a panel as well. Yeah, first day or Wednesday. Come on, seriously. Can you guess who it is? Listen, <laughs> I'll give you the rundown real quick. Okay. Kyler, Haskins, Daniel Jones, Vlad, Fernando Tatis, um, Eloy Jimenez, Trey Young, Luca, R.J. Barrett, and then like a mystery player. Who is missing from that list in a, in 2019 collector world? Like super hot topical right freaking now
1: Zion that's Williamson
0: not. that is man. How'd you guess that one? Mm. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Zion. I mean how could it not be so they'll put that in there. That's going to be money card, dude. No kidding.
1: So th- had, those um, are going to come out of the redemption program packs. Um, it's when you get a VIP package. Okay, I got gotcha.
0: you. That's the set. That's the set that you get when not the not the Panini VIP package. It's when you buy a VIP package, I think, for the national.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool.
0: Do you know what I mean? Like the yep. national a, a, as the as the host, the national. Um, when you buy a VIP package, that's the way I read it. If I'm wrong, well, then I'm sure I'm going to get lit up on social media. But it looks to be for the national. Okay. Mm, but they but so what their packs are, um, like Tops does this. They have their special shiny packs. So you take whatever their product. Let me see if they updated that. Let's just go live and see if they updated what Topps is giving out.
1: I'll put a link in here. Yeah, for sure. I see what you – they got a Topps five-card set. It's got Frank Thomas, Thomas, Ryan Sandberg, Carlton Fisk, Chris Bryant, and Ernie Banks. That's the five-card set. Leaf's got a four-card set. Penny's got a ten-card set. Upper Deck has a five-card set. Yeah, with with Gretzky and Tiger Woods in it, which is sweet.
0: Right, so that's what they do. And then there's also redemption packs, though, that they'll give you when you open up the boxes at the booth. And those are usually those silver packs, special silver packs. Yeah. Last year was Bowman, um, like shiny Bowman. And they were really hot. Tops has one of the longest lines, though, to get those packs. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, it starts early in the line. People just sit there for hours. In Disney World? It
1: really is. It's crazy. (laughs) need some funnel cakes to hold me over.
0: Um, Okay. When am I going to see you? When am I going to see you?
1: Yeah, so we'll be in on Thursday. We're going to try to okay. make it in right before you kick off because we're going to be at your little event. Excited Ooh. to be there. And then we're going to stay Friday and Saturday and then uh, okay. come back Saturday. Yeah, Perfect.
0: Yeah, the, I'm, I'm glad you're coming here. You're going to bring the kids. My kids will be here. Yep. The neighbors will be here. We're bringing in Steve McMichael um, from the Chicago Bears. So he'll be doing a private signing for us. Uh, we'll get some Portillo's Italian beef mm. and uh, look forward to uh, finally meeting you. Versus looking at you on my screen, like in Skype or something. Yeah,
1: it, it'll be a glorious moment. Let's be honest. Just don't catfish me. I
0: mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I've seen what you look like, buddy. Oh uh, yeah, don't
1: worry. Okay, you'll know. There's a glow when the door right. opens. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let's talk oh. about what you can do outside of the conference a little bit. We, we yeah. There's there's a team called the Chicago Cubs baseball team that's in the city mm-hmm. they're in town and they're they playing they're playing a division rival the milwaukee the, brewers oh it is the brewers yep 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 yeah um here's the here's the cool thing about the games there there's a saturday day game which i think we're okay. going to go to uh but the friday game is pajama night do you get i don't know do you get pajama pants is that what they're giving away? Pajamas! Dude. I feel like Pee Wee Herman should be going. The word of the day.
0: Oh gosh. Remember that? Uh, um, yep. Pajamas. Yeah, it's pajama night, dude. You get a little pajama pants. Okay. You know, and a little bag. Get some pajamas. You're way too excited about that.
1: Saturday. Got it. I'm gonna wear
0: them. I'm gonna wear them all around the national. <laughs>
1: Look for me in my pajama pants. That's right. Pajamas. You know you'll see them on uh, on Saturday after they, they give them out on Friday. Oh, um, it's gonna be every. Saturday's other. T- tops card day. So they're giving a is it a tops pack or a tops card? But they're given away at the game, which is I, I- ironic timing.
0: No, I bet I know what it is. They're in those little cello wrapped things yep, clear. For sure. Team packs. There's, yeah, there's a few cards in it either, but it's probably, you know, Rizzo and Shorber and Bryant and those guys, it's just a little team pack. Yeah, which is awesome. It is absolutely awesome. awesome. And, and then, you know, it might even be stamp national or something. Cause they're doing it around the national. It could be something like that. Ah, little, good little tie in with the with the weekend. Yeah. Good call.
1: Yeah. That's a Saturday day game, which is great. And then Sunday is a bobblehead day. So you, you have so many reasons to try to attend the Cubs game, especially if you haven't been to Wrigley. So have you, you've been there before, right? No, I'm, no. I have not. You're going to fall in love. <laughs>
0: it's, it's really an amazing place. What they've done out front and just for uh, the fans there's a big open it used to be a parking lot but they turned it into a big nice grassed area with giant screens and little vendors to buy food at and watch the game out there that's for paid tickets you can go in there but even if you're still outside looking in it's you can still watch the game from like on the street so it's just an amazing place i lived there for a few years that's where i met my wife not at wrigley field nearby
1: so you were out there and taking batting practice, and she
0: came up? Yeah, I was out there chasing <laughs> balls on Waveland, and I ran into her. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, you can go to the game. You can go to the Cubs game. You can go. I recommend going downtown. Uh, make a city day. This is what I did a couple years ago. A friend came to town. Uh, he lives in Australia, and he came into the National and proposed to his girlfriend on top of the Sears Tower. Mm-hmm. So I helped facilitate that. And we made a day of it in the city. Get down there around 10 a.m., 9, 10, and go see Millennium Park. Okay. You know, you go on Michigan Avenue. Just walk up and down Michigan Avenue. That's really the, the short of it. If you want to experience all the shopping and restaurants and souvenir shops and mm-hmm. uh it's probably gonna be hot so you can run around in the fountain at the millennium at Millennium Park and see the bean. So make a day of it doing that. You can go up into the Sears Tower if you want, uh ride the L around the city, mm-hmm. get some Italian beef, get some Lou Malnati's. Lots to do, man. Lots to do.
1: Exciting yeah okay who, who's not invited to your party on thursday night
0: <laughs> i swear i prefaced this podcast with is there anything you're going to throw at me that i need to be prepared for who's not invited
1: <laughs> damn you i just wanted to see your reaction to that question um you don't have to answer it no comment it is though i'll
0: just well, say this though it really is a private event unfortunately for those who can't make it or didn't get invited But um, it's kind of a way I want to give back to those in this industry and hobby that have helped me over the years, quite frankly, and just a fun night for them. But there will be public signings and stuff that we'll be doing going forward. Cool.
1: So so when you approach the National, you probably heard a couple of last podcasts where you hear Mm – there's different perspectives on what the point of the National is for your business. Is this a promotional event? Is this more – I mean it's kind of different for you because it's in your city, but – yeah. How do you typically approach the national? What's your overall goal? Drive more business? Build true community? statement.
0: No, true statement first and foremost for me is the people. I love meeting the people. I love seeing all of the friends and colleagues in the hobby, the other breakers, the vendors, the suppliers, the distributors, the manufacturers. I love seeing those people cuz we talk on email every day text messages every day. So a whole year goes by and then that's the time where you guys can get together and maybe break some bread, have a drink, do whatever. So that I love. The promotion comes with that. I'm there and you're getting exposure and you're getting promotion. I try to maximize promotional um, possibility there, but it's about the people and seeing everybody and by doing that, your brand, I guess, gets recognized. Got it. You know? So we'll be, in, we'll be right in front. I think I looked at the floor plan. It looks like we're going to be right near one of the main entrances, if not the main entrance, because we're right in front of PSA. So when you walk in, you're going to see the TSB booth first. So I do think I need to step up getting some sort of visible, you know, stuff. Maybe some dancing girls or something. Would that work?
1: Yeah, I got you um, back on that one. Oh, geez, yeah. Uh, no, I do not advise putting Dancing Girls up there. All right, uh, so yeah. no, So the pole is out. Yeah, I think, I think it's – that's the a portable pole
0: that I could – okay, I'll take out that. Yeah, one. We won't do let's, that. Let's
1: not do that. let us not do that i got to delete this now. Unreal.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do got to get some good banners, though. I'm, I'm, the, the, the focus is going to be this shop because I think the Top Shelf Breaks brand is, is um, pretty recognizable. But I want to start getting the word out about the shop here in Chicagoland. Yeah, so for sure. That's, that's going to be a big priority for me.
1: Yeah, are you uh, – I've heard rumors of maybe t-shirts coming out. Or are you having t-shirts made for the national? What's going on with that? I literally – this is why
0: when you asked me what time did we want to do this today, I do have a meeting with the t-shirt guy whose name I can't remember. I just call him the t-shirt guy. Mm, I'm sure he appreciates he's, that. He's, he's a few minutes down the road, <laughs> which is awesome. It's a great. So I'm going to go see him and get t-shirts made. I have a click it to hit it shirt. We'll have uh, shirts for the shop and some top shelf shirts.
1: So, of course, you okay. want to trade? I'll, I'll get you a few. Yeah, you're Wait gonna, a minute.
0: You're you gonna... want me to talk to the t-shirt guy?
1: Yeah, I do. I want you to talk That's to the t-shirt. I want to see what this guy does. Does okay, he does cool. he design them or is he just printing them?
0: No, I use my designer. Okay, I can, can cool. with the logo I had a friend of mine talk to his friend who's a, a, an artist who made this really cool click-it-to-hit-it monster thing nice. um, that I liked. So I just – Take him the graphics. That's what I'm going to do today. Take him the graphics. Show him the kind of T-shirts I like. See how much it costs for single color or front and back, different lengths, different different options for shirts, jerseys. I might try and get a jersey of sort for staff or something, mm. depending on depending on cost. Because you Come. can go crazy, by the way, when it comes to promotional items for a convention. For sure. It, it, yeah, you could go bananas. Just uh, I, don't let costs get in the way. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, all right, so I just upped the budget to $1,500 for cool swag yep. at the national yep. from alright I, I, I don't think you can put a price tag on this showing your affection for your customers. That'd so I good. should go out and buy those like $79 really nice heavy-duty backpacks that have my logo on it for like <laughs> 80
1: bucks a piece. Now, no, just do you tell them you can have this backpack as long as you fill it with sealed wax? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, well, it's all – dude, it's perfect that you're next to PSA. Because I know you're always walking over there getting your cards, graded perfect PSA 10s. Yeah. Um, We're in booth
0: 1225. 1225. We're right across from booth number 1222 for those that know me. That's my lucky number. So as soon as you walk in, there's a PSA booth. We're on the corner there right in front of PSA 1225. You'll see us. Oh, I do have an update. I have an update. Wait, stop the presses. Oh, no. Yeah, stop the presses. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't even tell you this. Um, something came to me a day or two ago, my stream of consciousness, and I'm thinking this, I am literally 30 minutes from the convention. Okay. I'm not going to pack up the entire breaking operation this year and move it to the national. I'm putting it out there. I'm probably going to have my breakers back here doing the breaks. I will be set up there, but it'll be a little bit more of a minimalist environment versus crazy breaks going on, quality control potential issues, all of that. I will still be doing live breaks, but they're going to be like cash walk up live breaks. Do you know what I mean? A little divisional break. 8 spots, 6 spots, 20 bucks. Here's the boxes, let's break them. I'll be streaming on TVs the breaks from back here and promotional videos and and you know, handouts for the shop and discounts and T-shirts and that kind of stuff. So how about that bombshell? I don't think that's much of a bombshell.
1: He's silent. He doesn't know what to say. Yeah, I just – that that was kind of anticlimactic. Really? Yeah. I mean that's cool. Don't, don't get me wrong. That's cool. In fact, I'll probably be at your booth dropping $20 at a time, but <laughs> – I was I was thinking something big time was coming there. No, no, because the reason I say that like that with all that fanfare was
0: because the whole, you know, for the past four years, it has been kind of an exciting, buzzing time of us doing breaks there and people standing around the booth watching us do the breaks. But like I say, every year, man, you learn stuff to uh, do again and stuff not to do. Mm. And it's one thing like last year we packed up a big van, a cargo van and drove it. To Cleveland. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm 30 minutes away. I'm taking everything here just down the road. And I might as just keep it all here where I know it's safe. I know it's secure. I know it's all here. You know, I don't think you know what it's like to have to go to sleep at the National knowing you have five Kyler Murray one of one, you know, patch autos <laughs> that you got to get back to your shop. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to put that out there, okay. and now I have to do it because I was considering not doing it. I was going to just fuck oh, with it, just, just it, go set up and do all that, but it's, a, it's qu- quite the undertaking.
1: Makes sense. That makes sense, Chris. Okay. So I, I guess back to your booth location. Mm-hmm. How are folks going to get to your booth around mm-hmm. all the FBI agents and district attorneys surrounding PSA?
0: <laughs> Will they be able
1: to see you guys or what?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dude. You know how politically correct they are. I mean then you drop
1: that on uh, I, That's yeah. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm okay. going to say. You know I don't get into this crap either. So I'm, I'm going to let it be. But I'm Listen,
0: just – Listen, I'm guilty of it as well. I'm in one of these um, Facebook groups that are like – it literally says super top secret group or something <laughs> crazy, which it's not because they have these things called screenshots nowadays. So nothing super top secret. But – I did put a meme up of, I said, we're streaming. We now go live to the national sports car convention. And it was a, a gif of like a bunch of FBI agents raiding <laughs> of, <like> a hotel. <laughs> so uh, you may see that going down anywhere. It went down in Houston last year. Did it? Was, it? I was at, yeah, not the FBI, but I was, it was the locals. Um, a guy was selling fake stuff there and, and they rushed him because I set up at the Houston show last, last year. Okay. And, um, they did. The guy got raided and busted and was on all my news locally for selling uh, fake stuff. Yep. So, better believe it, they're
1: watching. Wow. Stop what you're
0: doing if you're doing bad stuff.
1: Jerk faces. Yeah. Get out of our hobby, man, if you're going to do stupid stuff.
0: Yeah. You're dumb, petty, <laughs> dummy head, stupids. Get out of here. <laughs> all
1: right. Got that out of our system. Thank you for tuning in to Intelligent Thoughts with Chris and Ty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And now, Deep Thoughts with Ty. Mm. Ty, I'm excited to see you, man. I'm excited for you to experience the National. I'm excited for your kids to run around the National and get all kinds of free swag and goodies and items. And for you, as personable as you are and outgoing and friendly, as much stuff as you do for everybody, it's going to be really rewarding for you to be able to see these people face-to-face, shake their hand, give them a man hug, whatever kind of greeting you do, and it'll bring it all together you know what I mean it'll bring it all together to see why you're doing what you're doing that's what the national is
1: all right I'll take your word for it yep I'll take your word for it I'm absolutely going to give my thoughts my honest thoughts about the national again this year so are you going to be
0: streaming live during it like walking around and doing stuff you want to use the studio here to go do your breaker culture podcast Ooh, no that's an idea Maybe yeah, f- I rent it out. It's only $500 per hour, but I'll gladly let you have it for free to use. <laughs> okay. We got to get Steve McMichael on. He'll be here, so you got to utilize that. We'll talk about that off the air, but you got to get him in to give you some IDs and stuff like that. Mm.
1: Uh, you know. Okay. I like it. Yeah, we will talk off air on that. It's a good idea.
0: Okay. Kay.
1: Yeah, I mean, your studio sounds so crystal clear.
0: Yeah, good. Imagine you know how
1: it bugs me one time I
0: listened and it wasn't perfect and I was freaking out. I wanted you to take it down and redo it. Yep, yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. Who would you rather see in pajama pants, me or Shanee? <laughs> you
0: totally you because <laughs> I've met Shanee, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on that one. Pajama pants. There was no correct answer on that, by the way. <laughs> Why don't they do yoga pant night? That'd, that'd be cool. Yoga pants for everybody.
1: Oh goodness, yeah. That that is the problem though cuz I I feel like I see more guys in yoga pants than than ladies these days. Like it's kind choked, of a it's a sad situation, sad state our world is in. I just choked on my iced tea. <laughs> you said you see more men in yoga pants? Oh dude, I well, okay. I was in Denver yesterday for some business and I I swear I saw I saw more guys in yoga pants than ladies. Yeah, it, uh, it, it was disturbing. I I can't even fathom what that looks like cuz I've never
0: seen A grown-ass man in yoga pants. (laughs) I mean, I haven't. Okay, then. Are they like the Luluman yoga pants? Dudes are wearing them. What is this world coming to? Mm. Yeah. Well, Well, I'm going to put that on the mm. list with the $80 backpacks. I'm going to look for TSB-branded yoga pants now.
1: I think you'd be surprised. Okay. You'd probably sell to those first. (laughs) I'd sell out of them.
0: (laughs) Like, I got Panini gold packs here. Nah, we'll take the yoga pants.
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'm excited too. I'm excited too. Thanks for giving us a rundown of the National. Yeah, I think we
0: touched on some stuff. People can gather from that. Travel plans, things to do, right? Yeah. Go, go see the manufacturer booths and, and take your boxes. Buy your boxes on the floor. Take them to the manufacturers. They'll give you some cool packs in return for opening the boxes at their booth. That's a big part of the National It's doing that.
1: Yeah. I, now that you've talked through it, I think I'm going to totally make a point to do that. So yep. yeah, for sure. Uh have you opened Allen Ginter
0: for yourself? Yes, I have. I, I have, yeah. We did some last night. What do you think about it? I, I really enjoy the product. Is my mic getting hot now? Something's happening. Uh oh. No, you sound good. Okay. I really do like the product okay. as a whole. Um, but for breaking it's a little frustrating because it takes a lot of time for my sorters to go through it to make sure that nothing was missed, to make sure that it's everything's shipping properly. So, that does add more time and more money to the process. But the product, love it. The reason I like it is because I'm a pop culture kind of guy. You know, I love my pop culture. So, there's all those different non baseball, pop culture kind of dudes in it. James is in it from Jeopardy, who's a local guy here. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's cool. I mean, I saw David's freaking um, slingshot relic mm-hmm. in it that Rich pulled. Literally. David SlingShot. Of course, it's not David SlingShot, but right. there's just cool stuff in it.
1: I think on and the back there, they have they have pretty funny like, this relic has not been validated in any such way. <laughs> yeah, said this rests from
0: nothing. Right, exactly. That's what it said. It's from nothing. Oh, that's so good. So I like that. It adds an extra dynamic. And then for collectors, that see, there's a niche. Uh, I think there's a niche area of collectors that like to go after that obscure stuff like the back of the card doesn't have a number on it Mm -hmm. to me personally not my kind of thing Mm -hmm. but there's guys out there that probably say oh my god i got to get this the victor robles that doesn't have the number on the back of it Mm -hmm. to me that doesn't move the needle i don't care it doesn't have a number on the back of it but they love that kind of stuff um same thing with gypsy queen when they do it they change up the font or they'll you know leave off the logo little things like that um guys got to have and it that's what collecting is right it's collecting things you want to collect so that's why it kind of does well in the marketplace um because of the the oddities in it yeah in addition and, and there's good baseball a good checklist on it you know trouts and vlads and all the other rookie guys and right just some aaron judge fella so i like it okay cool
1: so, yeah no I, I haven't opened it myself I will open it, and I actually might wait till the national to do it, but it seems like most of the breaks I'm seeing it's it's been a pretty consistently good product this year. yeah, it has been. It <laughs> on really the secondary has. market, the price has dropped, which is kind of surprising to me.
0: I haven't looked yet because I still have mine, so I usually don't start looking until you know I need more yep, and then uh, maybe that's why I dropped because I don't need more right now, mm-hmm. which means maybe there was a lot more available. It's getting so difficult to get top stuff anymore. I'm sure it's not the first time you've heard that. yeah. Holy cannolis, man. That bad, huh? It's bad. I mean, I I get enough for me, for me, to meet my demand for the shop and for my breaks. I'm not that guy that's bitching and crying about allocations. Yeah, could Mm -hmm. I use more? Sure. But I'm already doing well enough with what I have. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need more, 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 more. Yep. If I wasn't getting enough to meet my current demand that I want to do, I'd probably be mad, too. You know, but I hear a train. Yeah. Uh, it's loud. Here comes Thomas. <laughs> Thomas or Chuggington? Oh, man. I refuse to answer that. Come on, man. I'm playing tie. Thomas or Chuggington? Uh, okay, so what,
1: isn't Chuggington doesn't <laughs> doesn't he have a British accent, too? Chuggington. Uh, don't don't no. they?
0: No. No. OK. No. OK. Chug, Chuggington's cool, man. Chuggington's the cool train. Got a bunch of cool, hip kids and friends. Thomas? No, dude, that's creepy. Thomas is creepy, man. Thomas is weird, especially if you watch the really early Thomas episodes. So yeah. we'll, we'll leave it at that and we'll move on to Paw Patrol. So which one do you think is the best dog? No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're so diverse. I love it. All right. You got to pick two celebrities to be your parents. Who are you picking? Oh, George Lucas.
0: Okay. George, Lucas George Lucas is my dad. That's the next book I'm writing. George Lucas is my dad, and um, – wow. What do you uh, – okay, I'll answer this. I won't defer, but I'm trying to figure out where in the hell you come up with this stuff. <laughs> is there a book or – Google it. George Lucas is my dad, and – um, man. How about – who's my mom? I'm sticking with my mom. I'm going politically. I'm staying with my mom. Wow. Yeah, I'm staying with Jane
1: okay that's
0: that Jane Fonda
1: I like it <laughs> okay Jean good one Fonda. good one uh, if, you, if you have to get rid of one state in the United States which is which is it gonna be um
0: okay if my family didn't live there I'd say Florida I don't like it's, it's hot and I hate it there and it's the people there no offense to anybody who's in Florida but it's a r- running joke they're all kind of strange there and weird stuff happens <laughs> okay so if I had to pick a state there you go bye Florida
1: Nice. Uh, when we come over to your house for dinner next week or two weeks from now, what are you going to make for us? I'm not going to
0: make anything. We're going to go get Lou Malnati's pizza.
1: Man, you are, do you have like an ad deal with
0: him? <laughs> <laughs> like, not yet. Gosh. I would cook for you. Uh, we, we have a, a – of course, we have a backyard and a porch. Um, I would probably fire up – there's a place we go around here that we get our meats from. So I would go get some of our favorite assortment of our favorite meats, meaning some sausages, um, some steaks, some um, vegetables and stuff like that. And I'd fire up the old grill and sit all back and eat. So we would grill. We would grill.
1: All
0: right. After Luma Night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: You're a box of cereal. Which one are you going to be and why? Um,
0: Hmm. I'm going to be, blueberry. Okay. Blueberry, dude. You don't know, count <laughs> chocolate on blueberry, simply because I-, I dig the color. I think it's a really cool weather cereal has that really like fade of blue color, purplish blue, <laughs> and their uh, marshmallows actually taste really good. Okay. So, and I and that's probably another question you could ask somebody on the next one. Right now, if you opened up your pantry. What's the first box of cereal that you see mm. right now? I think I think we're rocking some old school target through some old retro style boo berry and count chocolate out a while ago. So
1: that's what we have. Okay. All right. Like it. Okay. Last question for you. How, how many people do you think you're going to be at your event on Thursday night? Give me a number. Uh, I would say between 30 and 50. Okay. What yep. percentage of those people do you think will know me?
0: Will recommend. <laughs> Um, let's see. It's going to, let's say there's, let's say there's 40 people. We'll meet in the middle. Out of those 40 people, the number of people that know Ty, hmm, one. No, I'm kidding. No! I would say, honestly, because I'm taking out my family, I'm saying, and friends and neighbors, I would say 28 out of 40. Not happening, but I love it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm writing it down. I'm marking it. I'm going to freaking ask them. All right. Eight people. Over under everybody of that know who well, Ty is from Breaking Culture. It's definitely going to be twenty eight or more.
1: So what does that make it? That makes it about that's a what seventy percent. Yeah, seventy percent. I got
0: my family and a couple neighbors coming, so sure. it's it's approximately that. Yeah. If
1: over seventy percent of the people knew who I was before your event, then I mm-hmm. I owe you dinner. If not, okay. you owe me dinner. Any idea where we could go for that said
0: dinner <laughs> in Chicago? <laughs> Chipotle or Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay, I really do because the, the people that I'm inviting are, you know, customers, um, vendors, and distributors, suppliers, you know, social media moguls. Ooh, the Rockefellers
1: so of the hobby. Okay, they know who you are. That's a great question, though. Okay, all right, that's a wrap. You're amazing as always. TopShelfBreaks.com.
0: Thanks for having me. And I just have one final honest question. Oh, boy. Do you sit and think of these final questions (laughs) off the top of your dome and out of your butt? Or do you come up with them right before I go on the air? Or is there some sort of handbook that I don't know about that's like, if you're doing interviews, here's a range of things you could ask people. I really want to know. Yeah, I
1: I have half of them written up. I usually have at least two written up. And then I, depending Mm -hmm. on what we talk about, I'll try to come up with a couple more, but I do get a lot of these by typing in to Google crazy questions that employers ask all of the (laughs) questions. All (laughs) the questions I asked today can be attributed to a company. That's they ask it in their interview process.
0: I love it. It's very, it's very good, dude. I tell you all the time, not to keep kissing your buttocks, but it's, it's really enjoyable to talk to you because it's more than just like, you know, silly banter that means nothing just to do a podcast so i appreciate that
1: you got it yeah you got it cool. see you in two weeks
0: all right ty all right, thanks chris. everybody peace out
1: Later. all right that's a wrap thanks so much to chris and top shelf breaks go check them out topshelfbreaks.com and as always go to breakerculture.com for your analytics product reviews breaker reviews and anything else when it comes to how to spend your money in the hobby we love taking care of you there Pay attention next week. We got lots of good stuff coming out with the National and some national exclusive content. We appreciate being part of the ride. Enjoy your week.